everybody, welcome to the Hot Box Show. We have episode 204. 204. And if you write it the way I write it, it looks like Zool with the line through the L. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's Z04. It's Zool. Episode 204 coming to you live and unpredictable from the Hot Box Studio here at the Jazz Farm. We've had an incredibly busy week. Have you had a busy week? Um, what have you been up to? I've had a busy week, yes. Have you? Yeah. Oh, oh. Um, there's a, there's, it's a slow month being February. Everyone's, I don't know, I suppose broke and struggling at the beginning of the year. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're in retail or actually any industry for that matter, it's going to be a long, long month. Yeah, I think uh, we've seen that all across the board with Fields of Green. It seems to be that on January and February, all of our soft software licenses expire. And suddenly it's $99 here and $29 there. Right in this month where it's a bit tight, you know, it's a bit tight. It seems like we, we, we're, we've launched into the year, now we just have to like, top up the coffers a bit. I think a lot of people are also looking to pay their tax at the moment. And remember, as Jules said, you only break one law at a time. So, stoners out there, cannabis businesses, pay your tax. It's yeah. the right thing to do. It really it. is the right thing to do, and we really, really need it in South Africa. Don't try and dodge them. We're, I know that they're yeah. still keeping our plant away from us to a large extent, and we're also going to be speaking about that today, yeah. about the awful last-minute Justice and Correctional Services Portfolio Committee meeting um, that we are told about. We get, we've got Keith here tonight with us. He's very excited about going to Millipop next week, and we're going to speak a bit about that, eh? yeah. Mr. Merch on Demand. Uh, we've had quite a busy week as far as the affiliates is, is concerned. Joe's been busy um, fundraising for the show because, as you know, we have to keep this whole show on the road. And it's not just us sitting here um, doing this for fun, which it really, really is fun. But we need to, as I said, pay for these software licenses, keep everything going, keep, uh, keep on top of the technology. So uh, if you would like to support our work here at the Hotbox Show and Fields of Green for All, please go onto our website, .za, fields of green for all. We make everybody write that all out and join the Green Network. It only costs 49 Rand a month and it really, really does help us going. And it also gives us a bit of an encouragement to keep going. Um, yes. Because and we're busy working yeah. on more merch. We're actually working on some hot box merch at the moment. So I don't know how yeah. you guys would feel about like one of those biker patchy type vibes, a cloth yeah. patch. I think that would be lovely. I want to like sew someone to my jeans. So I've started getting prices on that today. Yeah. Um, we like beanies. Like we're going to start working on some really nice merch for for everybody. And we'll have that on the hot box uh, on the Fields of Green for All shop, and probably on the merch on demand shop as well, depending on. I think so. No. And I think that it looks quite nice tonight because we've got Can of Bliss over there. They've got two Hot Box Show t-shirts. I've got my short-sleeved Good People um, Disobey Bad Laws t-shirts. And I, I think that cannabis culture and making cannabis culture visible, not only in the stereotype Bob Marley type ways, although we love our Uncle Bob, um, but looking for new and innovative ways to present content and to keep our cannabis culture alive and well. And one of our affiliates that has really been working very, very hard in keeping cannabis culture alive and well is Marijuana SA. And that's one of the reasons why I sort of came in here at the last minute. 
um, uh, to take my seat is because I've just chatted to Dean and Andy. Andy, um, uh, Andy is of course in the UK. Dean is down in Cape Town, and tonight they are celebrating 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. Isn't so that really, really well done. And I was saying to them, you know. We, there is room for all of us. Yes. They've got these 10,000 subscribers and we are so, so proud of them. And they support Fields of Green for All. So that is, um, it's amazing how we can all work together in what seems to be the, the, the small little cannabis podcast space. But we all have different things to offer. We've all got different styles. And we all support each other because that's what the weed taught us to do, isn't it? Because it is. it's a teacher plant. It is exactly okay. that. But it seems... Like, um, we need a little bit more of this teacher plant, don't you think? But before we go on to the Lank Dank, um, we've come across, uh, we, we've devised tonight uh, quite an interesting poll. And it's a topical poll, because this week in the news, News 24, IOL, all of them, they reported that the police are going to be instituting more roadblocks. As if we haven't had enough of them ourselves. I mean, I don't know what about in the other centres in the small towns, but in Joburg we are thoroughly, thoroughly sick of roadblocks and being particularly, I don't get harassed at roadblocks, particularly <coughs> if you're young and you've got a funky, funky car and you might be playing some loud music and puffing on your vape or whatever, um, people get stopped all the time. Like Dale was saying a few weeks ago, he doesn't get stopped so much now that he's cut his dreads off. Mm. So it's all about profiling. But yeah. you still kind of you still kind of panic at the same time, exactly. even when you don't have anything on you. Yeah. Okay, that might be the the PTSD. It's, default. It is PTSD. <laughs> it's the default to our mode. Yeah, yeah, it's a PTSD. I still get that when I hear a siren, when I see mm. the blue lights, I still I still get that. So we put together this poll to ask you, do you know how to handle yourself in a roadblock? Do you really know? I mean, Keith was saying that friends of his, who are woke, educated, up to the minute, technological savvy young people, who are still thinking that, oh, isn't weed legal? Huh? Yeah. What were you telling didn't me? Didn't they change the law? Like, yeah. no, it didn't. I've explained yeah. this so yeah. many times. Yeah. Yeah. And then Keith just tells me, I will just phone Charlotte Fields Green and ask him, and he'll be yeah. able to tell you. So, we are not convinced that people know their rights. No. So, you, dear watcher, there on your couch with your spliff in hand, do you know yourself how to handle yourself in a roadblock? Number one, no, I panic. My brain goes blank. Remember that you to vote in, on Facebook only? So, do you panic and my brain goes blank and you just, blah, 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 yes, officer, blah, 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 blah here's a hundred rand. Okay? That's your first, the first answer. Second answer, I have a vague idea of what to do. But I should update my knowledge. Number two. Number three is, I carry all the recommended documents in my car. For example, know your rights, the SAPS directive, re-unlawful arrests. I downloaded them all from the Fields of Green website for free. So, are you an informed, woke, up-to-the-minute stoner who doesn't put themselves through unnecessary stress when you're growing your own weed at home, or have you got it in the car? Or do you just not know and panic? Or do you have a vague idea of what to do, which is certainly not good enough? 
So let us know and we'll give you results at the end of the show. Well, knowing, your, knowing your rights is one thing, but often the power is in the police's hands, yeah. as we know in South Africa. Mm -hmm. So knowing your rights goes further into understanding that you're going to go through that situation. Yes. You might be searched anyway, no matter what you say. You might be arrested, no matter what you say. Yeah. But understanding your rights going through that process and, and knowing that you won't... Uh, uh, be sentenced, or you. You're not going to be convicted. You're not going to jail. Yeah. Keeping your cool, keeping level-headed. Keeping yeah, level-headed is very good because already. otherwise their arrogance comes out. The minute you say I know something yeah. that you're supposed to know, they get very defensive and very arrogant. Yeah. And but then stand up for your rights at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yes, so I think politely, it's quite a, Education yeah. is free. Yeah. It's quite a fine line because I know I get very hit up with the cops, um, and I have to chant this mantra all the time, I know my rights, I know my rights, I know my rights, just be calm, don't be rude, don't say anything that you that you haven't been asked about. If they ask you a question, you answer the question, but try and keep as quiet as possible. And have a dash cam. Yeah. I'll never forget when uh, Jules and Nilio and I were in Hempfest in Seattle in 2018. Um, uh, the, Michael uh, Krawitz, who's been on the show many times, was up on the Hempfest stage, and there's 50,000 people there. It was such an amazing, amazing uh, atmosphere. And he had this show where he brought on a whole lot of people, and, he, and then he shouted into the mic, if the cops stop you, what do you do? And then they had people with boards going, shut the F up, like that. And they did it over and over again, and the whole crowd were, cha were chanting, shut up, uh, shut like that and it was really amazing so just remember that you must know your rights and shut up mm. don't say more than you yep. needed to say yeah exactly stick so. to a traffic stop or whatever the issue yeah. exactly if you speak too yeah. much you can speak yourself into trouble not out of but I think my brain needs to get into trouble with a little bit of THC and so yesterday we had a visit from an OG grower was really really nice and um, we're just busy getting the dank cam ready and this OG grower is from Arcana Seeds uh, who I'd heard about for a very long time I know Boomslang behind the controls there knows him very well he came to uh, visit us with some uh, some people from Israel who were quite interesting um, as to the little bit that they know about South Africa and the whole cannabis scene but it's always interesting to meet people from around the world and thank you to our kind of seeds for bringing the Israelis to visit and uh, Dale is going to show us some of that look at that this is some sort of purple purple turple what did we call it earlier so it's got some tangy, tangy. in it it's, it's purple tangy which you do see in a lot of tangies yeah okay there you go, a little bit further away. As you can see, bright gold pistols. It's there solid you go. Red. It's solid hot. That's the other tangy. Look yeah. at those little clusters of orange. Yeah. And then we have something called, the other one is called Nag Champa. That's an F2. Nag Champa F2. And I know as far as incense sticks that we all burn, especially in the prohibition days when um, we were trying to cover up the smoke of the weed and nag champa is my worst kind of incense because so it's smoke. so sweet so that's what you're going to smoke but then. the nag champa this is really really flavorful flavorful so if you can find them go ahead over to arcana seeds if you're interested in these particular strains mm. and dale is going to 
roll up some nag champa for us. Champa, yes. Yeah, and nice. we feel like we need to, to cue the Indian music and smoke our nag champa. Um, you know, we're really blessed here at at the Hotbox Show to sample some of the most most amazing Look, cannabis. Really, oh, I don't would think. we be right in thinking that champa probably has some Indian lineage in it? Maybe it probably is. like your deep kushas, your Hindi kushas. Yeah. It's probably going to be a heavy hitter. It's going to make us chill yeah. and, and talk a bit slower. Yeah, exactly. Are you saying I'm talking too fast? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I think I'd better just carry on talking before that nag champa does it round, its rounds around the table. Mm. Um, and the Fields of Green update. So this week, we um, were very privileged to host the Chiba Africa commercial cultivation course here at the Jazz Farm in the Alchemy Studio, which is our new uh, workshop space. And it's been very, very interesting. We have um, some people who are wanting to look at the industrial side of cannabis, who are looking to a future of that. Um, quite young people attending the course. Uh, some farmers from the hinterland, <laughs> from northern KZN and parts of, of Pumalanga. It's been interesting sort of listening with half an ear to the cultivation course and how incredibly thorough it, it is. It's over three days um, and very, very, very intensive with some very knowledgeable presenters. Um, and just while on the subject of Chiba and our affiliates, I'd like to give a big shout out to um, Trenton, Linda, Bianca and the whole team from Chiba for uh, depositing their six-month donation into uh, Fields of Green. So what they do is that a portion of every single one of the courses that they sell, whether it be online or full-time courses, they donate to Fields of Green for all through their Shopify system. And um, we know that Keith's uh, company, Merch on Demand, also does that. So if our t-shirts are out of print on our shop, you can always order them from Merch, Merch on Demand and some of the proceeds will come to Fields of Green. We know that Puff.coza, dear Andre, down in Cape Town, he also does that, where he has something set up in his shop to donate a, a, a percentage of the proceeds to Fields of Green. So if you are making money out of cannabis in any way, I think that I can stick my, my neck out and I can say you owe it to Fields of Green for all to support us because we have to go through so much in the background and a lot of it is incredibly, incredibly irritating. And today, this week, this week was certainly one of those things. So what happened on Tuesday is we got up, we just had this cultivation course confirmed. So myself and Amy, we were running around getting everything ready for the course to start on Wednesday. So I didn't actually pay much attention to my phone until after nine. And then uh, somebody drew my attention to the fact it was actually Ricky Stone no, uh, down in Jay Bay who, who shared on our Green Network group that there was a government meeting. Ah, go to my email and there's a government meeting. Behind our backs. Yeah, and you know that they sent the notification for the meeting at 5 to 6 in the morning and the meeting's starting at 9 o'clock. Now, do you think that's fair? Well, we certainly don't think it's fair. It's better than 5 to 9, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose so. So, there were, um, they have this very long email list that they sent uh, the notifications of all these meetings to. And uh, so quite a few of us just replied to all and, um, and said, you know, what is this? It's so disrespectful. You know, everybody's got to just stop what they're doing and tune into a three-hour meeting. So Charles um, 
uh, certainly tuned in and he had the meeting going on in the background. And I don't want you to bore you with the details, but I can tell you that we are still going to be very, very seriously criminally penalized under the Cannabis for Private Purposes Bill. And it's up to us to make ourselves heard with the Justice and Correctional Services Portfolio Committee, because they're certainly not listening to us and they're not going to go out of their way to listen to us either. So we have to, have to shout louder. Um, and they I'm, shouldn't even be having a say. Well, they are the ones that actually govern the, the actual legislation, mm -hmm. not the regulations. That is the, the Cannabis Master Plan, and that's all of that's moving along. I believe that the Eastern Cape are doing, uh, having some really good progress, yeah. which we've said before. Yes. And we've also said before that this has to happen in the provinces, because up there in their lofty thrones in Cape Town, Pretoria, or wherever they are, um, they don't really care. They don't care about evidence-based uh, regulations, they don't care about criminalization, and they're not informed about the cannabis plant. So we're going to have to work very, very hard uh, on, the, on the provincial level. So on that note, we managed to get one of the DGs of agriculture, we managed to get a manifesto to, to him this week as well, so it's not all bad news. But then we also have the announcement by um, Premier David Makura, Makuru? Is it Makuru? 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 Yeah, yes. yeah, that's our first uh, Who we met at the Expo in Santon, um, announcing that the, there was going to be this major cannabis hub um, out there in the Val in Frenaging. So we're watching this very, very carefully um, with great suspicion. Mm. You know, it's very difficult for us to jump up and down when we hear news like that, isn't it? It's because like people are still being arrested. How can we celebrate? We, we're grateful that things are moving yeah. forward. We are, every step forward is a good step forward. But every person that gets arrested for growing at home, like they are constitutionally allowed to, is a leap back. So these tiny little steps forward by corporate cannabis are great, but the big leaps back when we're being arrested is... is there's no balance. There's yeah. just no balance. Yeah. And there's corporate cannabis, you know, they're not really... There's, it's a, a small minority that have jumped in to actually yeah. help push for correct legalization or legislation. Everybody seems to be quite grandstanding, you mm. know, um, including this ad advocate Robertson from from the Portfolio Committee, you know, he, uh, he really did upset us um, the other day. It's very, very difficult now to take this, this stuff personally. Mm. Um, and and as Joe's written here in the show notes, Roberts has said that the new bill also made provision for, ch for children to grow cannabis in response to Eastern Cape farmers saying that the children played a vital role in rural farm and farmers, but not to possess it. So, you know, children can work with this plant, but not possess it. You know, what does that mean? You know? Roberts's attempt to remove any mention of commercial trade from the bill were met with resistance from the committee. Chair Bulalani Mangwanashi told Robertson that the issue would be discussed when the committee next met, met on the 8th of March. Because how can you have a cannabis for private purposes bill where the judgment explicitly, explicitly said no trade and now you're having a private for private purposes bill? They should just scrap this whole bill. Yeah. Just scrap it. Waste of time. You know, it it's a, a complete waste of, waste of time. They're trying to introduce legal cannabis in these incremental terms and it's just not working. So I think between now and the 8th of March, um, 
we're going to maybe just gather our weapons, a bit like the Russians on the border of Ukraine. And our heart goes out to the Ukrainian people today, just as an aside. From our little hot box show here in Johannesburg in South Africa, we're sending you lots and lots of love and good wishes in Ukraine. And, you know, when you think of the very, very serious issues that we are faced in the world today, and if you bring it down to a micro level here in South Africa, there are so, so many issues bigger than cannabis. And three hours deciding how many years in jail you're going to get for having more than the amount of allocated seeds is a waste of our time, it's a waste of our taxpayers' money, yeah. and we will fight it till the bitter end. So I don't want to get, this as a light-hearted show, and I don't want to get it all worked up, but uh, it looks like... We've got like, some serious topics tonight, though. Yeah, we do. So it looks like we'll, we'll just like, gird our loins for the 8th of March and see whether they let us have the link um, in good time. But... At least now we know to prepare for that day. Yeah. And not have other meetings planned. Yeah. And then we also heard that the Rastafari community have applied for a special exemption. Whereas we love our brothers and sisters in the traditional and religious um, sector as far as cannabis is concerned, but there should be no special, no exe special ex exemptions, particularly on religious grounds, because that is really unconstitutional, an unconstitutional and an insult to our freedom yeah. of religion. Uh, imagine um, if they said only Muslims could have cannabis, you know? Yeah. What if they said only people with no, no religion at all, like me, could have cannabis. What do you yeah. think the Rastafari would think yeah. about that then? Yeah. Um, so it's very disappointing that the Rastafari uh, community are campaigning from that, but I think we'll just take that from the sector from whence it comes, and, and we'll watch that very, very closely. Yeah. So um, the portfolio committee was just the It was just the Yeah. Um, the last thing on the Fields of Green update tonight is we are still looking forward to the Commission on Narcotic Drugs, which uh, will be held in the second week of March. And uh, in the first week of March, we will publish a newsletter with the link to our side event. It's only 50 minutes long, but we're very, very excited and we're going to work very hard to have a slick and polished presentation. So we hope that on that day, Wednesday the 16th of March, put it in your diary now from 8 in the morning till 8.50, um, or depending on the time, it might be 9 to 9.50. Give us 50 minutes of your time and support us on the Zoom link so you can hear as we make our case for evidence-based drug policy on an international level. We're really, really looking forward to that. Um, Fields of Green has also sent in, as we said last week, um, three questions to the INCB, the WHO, and the chair of the CMD. And we will also be making a, um, a video presentation, a three-minute video presentation, on the reporting on cannabis on an international level. And we'll be sending that through to play for them to play in the general plenary where everybody um, who participates in this in these big meetings uh, will be it's it's a big hall there in Vienna and it's usually filled with about 3,000 people this time I'm sure it'll be very sparse but everybody will be watching online so we really would uh, appreciate your support in the second week week of March so that wraps up the Fields of Green update. Have I forgotten anything? Uh, no, no, I don't think I don't so. Think I've forgotten anything. No, 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 no. Yeah. As you can no. tell, it's been a busy week. It has been, it's a, been busy a busy week. week. It has been a yeah. busy week. Yeah. Now I think we can leap into some CBD and N and N. I think we can. I think it's news time.
Right, so CPDNN1, our first story this evening, is sticking with the theme, um, Gauteng to build the first cannabis hub in South Africa. Another first, hey? Uh, so we're starting off, the president in his State of the Nation um, address said that his cabinet will fast track regulations for the cannabis industry in South Africa, estimating that hemp and cannabis production can create as many as 130,000 new jobs for the country. Now, I say only 130,000. Yeah. I say lot. don't oversell it. Yeah. Don't stop overselling it. But um, okay. if you, if you in, including marketing, accounting, all yeah. of the, so all the support, all of the, the support yeah. industry, all the, yeah. yeah, the support. So then do it. Let us do it. Do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've got we've got millions of unemployed people, and most of them already know more about the plant than the cannabis does, and would be able to put together probably a better bill for privacy purposes than what they've done. Um, so Gauteng Previa uh, David Makura says that his three. Um, Oh wait, sorry. He added that these products, which have been farmed for numerous purposes in the past, will now must now be industrialized. We want to harness this, the president said. We are going to fast track policy and regulations for the use of cannabis for medicinal use, especially in the Eastern Cape and KZN. So the president is focusing on the Eastern Cape and KZN, but Gauteng Premier David Makuru is very much focused on the Vaal and apparently the West Rand as well. So they're all fighting over who gets to be the cannabis you know, Let now. everybody yeah. grow. Let the people mm. grow. Um, Gauteng Premier David Makuru says that there are three main objectives to Gauteng's cannabis policy and will establish a dedicated cannabis unit within his administration to make this happen. His three objectives are to sort out the licensing and regulatory uh, issues that are holding back the development of a provincial cannabis economy. He wants to attract international and local investment, and he would like to promote the development of black entrepreneurs, finally somebody. Uh, presenting at his State of the Province address on Monday the 21st of February, he said that the cannabis hub will primarily focus on growing cannabis for medical use and would not be sold recreationally. There's your bigger contradiction there. They, they were talking about industrial, uh, industrial hemp and using things like building RDP houses, for example, and that kind yeah. of initiative. But now they're talking about medical cannabis in the, in the same yeah. sense. It doesn't make yeah. sense. If we're not all sick. And, yeah. you know, 130,000 jobs, you are not going to and if you the grow medical the plant, sector. if you grow the plant for fibre, you can't necessarily go and use those flowers for your medicinal no, you're not allowed yeah. to. Yeah. You're not allowed to. But no. so many of these, and I'm just going to say it, so many of these places that are growing under licence are already selling their weed under the table recreationally. Well, exactly. And they're cutting market prices yeah. and fucking over the legacy growers. Excuse my yeah. language. Exactly. Um, and those of you that are buying from these so-called unicorn li uh, uh, license facilities who can't get an off-take agreement for affiliates. all the weed, and you're flooding the legacy market with it, we're watching you. We're we watching exactly you. exactly who you are as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please don't think we're that stupid. So, so disrespectful. Yeah, it is. So he says it must be grown for medical use and not to be sold recreationally. Oops. He also stated that the industrialization of cannabis is earmarked to take place in two special economic zones in the province. That would be the Val Triangle and on the West Rand. Is well, I think that they should just go and plant cannabis everywhere because all mm. of the soil is so contaminated yeah. Yeah. in the Val Triangle and the West Rand all the way to Carltonville. And we know this because if you just drive along there, you can see the millies are half the size of the millies yeah. in the middle of the Free State. You know? Like so, grow it there, yes, to, to pull the, the yeah, pollution exactly. out the air, but 
Yeah, don't grow that polluted weed for medicine. Well, no, well then let them, let them let grow them it for medicine. At least they're not they're growing dry. our recreational yeah. weed. And um, we don't have to smoke their um, no. mine-polluted yeah. cannabis. Thank you very much. Let them play in the sandbox. We're on yeah. the jungle gym. Every step forward yeah. is a great step forward, but yes. don't be a snake. Like. Yeah. yeah. So the Gauteng government has set up a war room. Why do they have to call it a war, war room? room? And the yes. cannabis community, come on, folks. We peaceful, don't you all know? <laughs> to fast-track the provincial cannabis economy and has roped the Gauteng Economic Development Agency to assist with enabling farmers and other entrepreneurs seeking to enter the cannabis And then we'll market. go around the corner and arrest everybody else. Yeah. 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 So oh, it's well, a step David forward, it's a step forward. It's yeah. great that he's so excited. It's called privilege. That's really good that someone's, that people yeah. are getting excited about it and hopefully people like him will start pushing for better regulations. Because the more he hangs out with the cannabis community, I'm really hoping the more his eyes are opened no, into the reality. Hang out with the right people, because if we look at the cannabis industry, yeah, he needs to start hanging out with a, a wider variety of people, not just all focused we in, in one We should be employing our own lobbyists, I think. Yeah, yeah. Friends. but the thing is that, you know, with what money? Lobbyists yeah, don't come cheap. They <laughs> don't problem. come cheap. Um, because we certainly are, are, are not being heard by the government, but we're not giving up. This is why we need more corporate cannabis support, honestly, because corporate cannabis know that they cannot get forward into what they actually want to do until we finish doing our job and making sure that the regulations are evidence-based and human rights-based and fair. Yep. Boom. Uh-oh. <laughs> CBDNN2. Number two. South Africa is getting more roadblocks, and here's how it might affect you. Have you voted in our poll yet? Vote in our poll on uh, Facebook? Presenting the country's latest growth statistics on Monday, 21st of February, Mbalula said that the following changes will be introduced in the coming months. Drunk driving operations will be scaled up starting on Thursdays and continuing throughout the weekend. A focused national pedestrian yep. program will be introduced targeting all hazardous routes. Pedestrians and Effective highways. road safety Ooh. education and awareness campaign will be undertaken to address risky behavior among the youth. In other words, propaganda campaigns, you know. You yeah, know. and also just well, teaching kids the rules of the road. Yeah. We, when I was in primary school, we used to have those little lessons where yeah. you yeah. had like, look right, look left, and have a little song that they made no, us it's, sing. It's about. the whole don't do drugs um, uh, story, yes. Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> there will, there will also be an increased focus on driver and vehicle fitness with various stakeholders, so making sure people are actually fit enough yeah. to drive Good. which is a great thing yeah there are some old people that shouldn't be on the road anymore mm. yeah no but wait until you in that situation okay so new road, You're not road block stop rules. Yeah. in most circumstances the police should have a warrant issued before searching your car or home say legal experts at dsc oh. attorneys okay so that was in the article yes. that they said it must have a warrant however you see, no you're right however under certain circumstances the Criminal Procedure Act, the Police Act, and the Drugs and Drug Trafficking Act empower the police to search your car or home without first getting a warrant. The you see, that's why the Drugs and Drug Trafficking Act is unconstitutional, but we're getting, we're getting well, to we're getting that in a minute. That, yeah. We're getting to that in a minute. The firm said that the police can search your home or car without your permission, without first getting a warrant, if an officer has a reasonable suspicion. Sounds like profiling to me. That's yeah. exactly yeah. profiling. Um, whether you have committed a crime or are in possession of material used to commit a crime. Drivers, stuff like that. Yeah, or if you're yeah. a cannabis grower, or your lights, or your fans, yeah, and no, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. A police officer can't simply search your home or car with, on a whim. He or she must have evidence Boom. to back up that. 
Boom. reasonable offense. Mm. Yeah, the yeah. suspicion. That's the thing. It's, uh, but what suspicion? That yeah. suspicion's well, like faith. You know, it's so intangible. In a, in a scenario, if there was a break-in in a neighborhood, yeah. a white polo was seen driving, driving away from the house last, and you happen to be in a white polo driving in the area, Yes. do have the right. That's reasonable. Based suspicion. on evidence and su suspicion and someone phoned, a white polo just left. You are in the white polo, you are... But then does the officer have to say to you, excuse me, sir, no, where, you come you, from? Where, where are you coming from? And I'd like to search your car because yeah. a white polo has been involved in a... Exactly. You yeah. must explain you must have. You see, yeah. the thing is that when you, when you say to an officer who comes to the window of your car, you can't search my car without it, and he'll say, yes, you can, and then it just breaks down from there. He immediately gets suspicious anyway, and then he's determined now I'm going yeah. to search your car. Yeah. Yeah. As well. Stop. So, so it's all about wording. So the Police yeah. Act allows officers to set up roadblocks with the permission of the National Provincial Police Commissioner. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. they can almost choose to set up roadblocks wherever they want. It's a case An officer can seize any item that's reasonably believed to have been used in a crime or can be used in evidence as proving the commissioning of a crime. Mm -hmm. So the intent of committing a crime. And in relation to our industry, it goes with taking all of your things. Yeah. It's theft in a big way. You haven't committed a crime yet. There is no victim of a crime yet, mm. but they will seize your stuff. Clearly, this is, a, is open to abuse. A police officer at a roadblock can search a car when he or she has no reason to believe you have committed or planning to commit a crime. They can. They can. Yeah. Okay. At a roadblock. But they can again they can choose where a roadblock is yeah. is, is gonna be. But it comes with the So warrant. if they have any suspicion to believe you or they're profiling you over a period of time, then they can just choose to okay. have this roadblock outside your house. Yeah. Okay. And seize all of your stuff. Yeah. So it it is um, open for um, corruption as per usual. Very much open for corruption. Like. So, yeah, this was just to warn you that be aware there are now more more roadblocks. So, mm. please do know your rights. Please do go to Fields of Green Falls website. Download all of the free documents. Print them out. Have them in your car. Highlight the bits that you find really interesting. My favorite is the directive, uh, the National Police Directive on um, Unlawful Arrests from yeah. November 2019. I've highlighted quite a few instances there that would bring the officer's attention to what would constitute mm. unlawful behavior and what um, as the citizens are allowed to do as in and then suing just sound like tips, you know, if you do yeah. have to really travel with your weed, just don't give them suspicion to believe that you're dealing. Don't carry hundreds of baggies with you. Don't have yeah. your scales with you when you yeah. go in places. Don't, don't, don't be, don't be uh, cocky, yeah. um, you know, with whatever you're transporting 500 clones or something does you your know. does your car count as a private space yes. yeah. it, it does. does it does so that was out of the words of the, the yeah. uh, judge uh, at the constitutional yeah. court when he read yeah. out but your car is yeah. in public and in public you only have a certain amount of privacy expected privacy okay yeah so what's okay. inside your car is your business cubby yeah. holes should be yeah. private for sure yeah. because yeah. your cubby hole is not is open for people to just look through the yeah, window you can't just see yeah, yeah. totally yeah, yeah but if you've got a whole bag of yeah. a whole glass bottle of pre-rolled joints on your back seat well, uh, that yeah, happened it's happened yeah. no, uh, it's i didn't happened. just make that up that has happened yeah. somebody driving around with a mayonnaise jar of pre-rolls on the back seat and the cop just goes, Ooh, look at that, you know? So so 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, just going back to that point from the beginning of the show where we said, only break one rule at a time. Don't, if you've got a broken headlight, fix it. Have your car's licenses up to date. Have your, 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 your yeah. driver's license up to date. Only break one yeah. rule at a time. Yeah. But, and then... But that's the contradiction is because they said we're not criminals. They do decriminalize. Yeah. Yet mm. they can choose to still put us in jail. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We're, not, we're not decriminalized then, are we? The Actually. laws are so upside down. And that's basically our CBD in M3. And it's, um, I'm going to read something to you. I know we're not supposed to read stuff. Okay, YouTube, we're sorry we're reading it to you, but, but they're I'm, much I'm more eloquent than us. Yeah, I'm <laughs> referencing it. It was written by our very own Paul Michael Keichel um, on contradictory cannabis laws. And this article first appeared in the Daily Maverick on the 17th of February and then was republished by Cannabis Africa on the 23rd. I think we've... But we reblogged it today, didn't we, on Tills the Green? Uh, we did, we well, shared not it today, today and then tomorrow it'll come out in our newsletter. I would really take this piece for, that Paul Michael has written and I'd give it a really good read. Yeah. Uh, it's written specifically in layman's terms. Yes. Because it's very important that each and every one of us must understands the contradictions at play here yeah. and how serious it is and what a mess it is that we've got to sort out. He explains it beautifully exactly why it's not legal. So he starts off with, the problem is that Parliament was never mandated to create a commercial industry. The South African cannabis industry is currently legally hamstrung because while one law may have been incorrectly interpreted to enable something, another law that contradicts it renders it obviously criminal. At the 2018 judgment of our Concord, Excuse me, that weed is hitting my mouth quite nicely now. <laughs> the 2018 judgment of our Constitutional Court extended us all the right to grow, possess and use cannabis in private. It also afforded Parliament two years, which has long since passed, to amend the necessary statutes to accommodate this. What most people don't know, however, is that Parliament was not mandated to create a cannabis industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And insofar as you will have seen one establishing itself, this is because of political, not d- judicial yeah. will, yep. presumably inf- influenced by the consistent grumblings of business and civil society. Also, much of what you see today being done openly is entirely illegal and persists only because of lack of, enforce- of enforcement uh, manpower. We are now at a fork in the road. Territoriality and, uh, contra- territoriality and contradiction between different government departments have our country in a position where the South African cannabis industry is legally hamstrung because of these laws oh. being mis- incorrectly interpreted. This article briefly and necessarily in legal layman's terms addresses the nature of this problem and proposes a clean solution to it. Isn't it lovely when you can yeah. address a problem and propose a solution? So so people must go and read this article Absolutely. either tomorrow in our newsletter on the Daily Maverick or uh, at Cannabis Africa. Yeah. I'm actually not going to read the entire article. I want you to go and find it on Daily Maverick, Cannabis Africa, or fieldsofgreenforall.org. But basically, he explains how the Drugs Act contradicts the Medicines Act. Um, you literally, uh, unless you're acting under license in terms of the Medical Medicines Act, you would actually require a license in terms of the Pharmaceutical Act as well. 
Because um, don't forget that all the importers of CBD, and we spoke about this last week on the show, mm. um, as of the 1st of March or midnight on Monday, uh, will no longer have their CBD products cleared by customs unless they have a pharmaceutical license. Mm. And we know that there's very, very few of those companies that are importing CBD who have an actual pharmaceutical license. And so the CBD market is going to be cornered by the likes of Aspen and all that. So that is a big contradiction. It is. Mm -hmm. Now, he, he's saying here, basically explaining how... Um, SAPRA has been issuing, issuing licenses in terms of the Medicines Act, yeah. but nowhere in the Medicines Act does it regulate for cultivation of anything. The Medicines Act is for the commercial culture. Oh, nowhere in, it is in the Medicines Act does it have any room for commercial cultivation, processing, wholesaling, exporting, in, importing, distribution, or dispensing of medical cannabis. Um, it's just. They, they work with the active pharmaceutical ingredients, the APIs. Once, yeah. the, once the weed has been grown and processed, then only should they start worrying. And extracted and isolated mm. and and prescriptionize it and everything. And you know, we've always said that SAPRA have got their mandate. But at the moment, Sapra's mandate seems to have its tentacles it's all weird. over the place. But I also just want to give a shout out to Paul Michael for his incredible, incredible use of the English language. Oh, Concentrate when you read this article because this is how it is. Yes. Here's the bit I've been meaning to say. This means that technically when one grows cannabis under license from SAPRA, one still falls foul of the Drugs Act because one is deemed to be dealing in cannabis under a license that the Medicines Act does not empower SAPRA to issue. Therefore, you are acting, uh, not acting legally in terms of the Medicines Act. Etc, etc, etc. So he proposes solutions yeah. as well. Yep. Please yeah. do uh, very sane solutions, of course. Please do go and find the article and read it out in, in full. Print it out, memorize it. And I think we really should be getting to our Instagram. I Otherwise, we're so. going to run very, very late. Run thinks they have the license, the license, but they actually need licenses. Mm. Yeah. Various of them. So we haven't had very much cannabis culture on the show, this, <laughs> except this really, really um, delicious spliff. Thank you for rolling, Dale. Mm, I must say that whatever that purple with the hint of tangy is, was very nice thanks to Arcana for, for your gift. And um, I think so we'll just give it, seeds, get back to our, yeah, Arcana seeds. Mm. And we'll get back to our, this thing, our buds, our, the plant that we love, the plant yeah, that we're fighting so hard for. And, um, and our Instagram. We hope that you have had fun in entering the Instagram competition. Uh, remember to... Uh, to tag at hotboxshow.co.za.hotboxshow.co.za.hotboxshow.co.za.hotboxshow.co.za.hotboxshow.co.za.hotboxshow.co.za.hotboxshow.co.za.hotboxshow.co.za.hotboxshow.co.za.h
Hello everybody, um, great to see Tom LaRue, Chris, uh, Chris J, the Dacha Duchest, uh, lots of people there. Hello Robin, um, our team member watching from home. Thank you everybody for, for supporting the show and for putting your comments in there. And um, uh, Russ Warren is giving horns. it horns as usual. <laughs> uh, so thank you for putting your comments in the feed. It really does liven up the, the conversation. When you get bored with us talking, then you can scroll through all of the comments and everything. So it's also really is, is part of the show. Yeah. So, I wonder whether we have um, some Instagram finalists. And because Keith has so kindly filled the empty spot around the table tonight, he's going to be choosing our Instagram winner. Thank you, Thomas. There's two that you got, are just here so we can show I know. you. Yeah, I remember. This is one of them and the previous one as well. Pretty though. Sometimes we just put people's photographs <laughs> Ooh, on because they're really, really beautiful and we mm. can't have them winning all the time. Oh, oh, let's oh, see. Oh, wow. And that's okay. Sheldon, who's a really um, amazing um, cultivator. It's not a head on the It's a dark picture, useful. but it's a beautiful oh, picture. That's very nice. Yeah. It looks like on our screen here, it looks like it's raining on the weed. I was just oh wow, we've got that. a we've got a grinder just like that, an OG Amsterdam grinder. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Females in this. So yeah, they have one recently. That's not a male, is it? It's not a male. No, it looks like that's fox tailing a bit. Yeah. Angela, that's so beautiful with the crystal. Mm, absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, she even got that crystal from us. Okay, and there's a Mr. Mister. Remember that group from the 80s Good called day, Mr. Mister? <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty little hopefully lady. So which one's it going to be? The foxtail. The foxtail. That one. Um, that, no, that no, no, that was the one who we just showcasing. Oh, uh, the male. Ultimate. The male. The male. The male. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I was actually, I was actually rooting for Tricosa. Yeah, because um, I like the male. It looks cool. He's been a friend of the jazz farm, Fields of Green, the Dacher couple for a very long time, flying the flag down there in East London. Yeah. Sheldon, thank you so much for entering Instagram, and well done, you're the winner. Yay. Please be in touch with us with you, for your address, or why don't you just give us, give me a call. You've got my number. Yeah. Uh, there's some other things I'd like to talk to you about, and well done for the lovely photograph. People yeah. often complain about males in the area when they say when they see people have males, yeah. but there's males growing wild in, in the flay, in the bushes, in the faults, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But you've got to minimize. So if you don't want seeds in your weed, but put shade nets in around. There's people that are responsibly and breeding your thing, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. You're, you're going to get yeah. seeds no matter what. I think pollen can still come through shade nets. Oh, yeah. 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 But yeah. at least there is that sort of twenty percent barrier because. Oh. You get when you were shade net, you get to a different. You probably don't get as much yeah. gauges. Yeah. So yeah. you don't get as much. Pollen yeah. is tiny yeah. though; it'll go yeah. through your shirt. So. Okay, but you can't complain about your, your neighbor having a male because there's actually plenty of males everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Not just your neighbor. Okay, Dale, you're right. Anyway. You're right. Yes, yes, <laughs> so, on a more positive note, on a, on a continuing on a positive note from from winning a Instagram to the weekend's uh, weekly calendar. We've got some things going down this weekend. Saturday, it's going down at Mary Jane's Hacienda for the first Hef's House of 2022, a showcase of South African underground talent. We are house, we are one, doors open at five, ladies are free before eight, gents 50 bucks before eight, 80 bucks thereafter, and that's in Kensington in Joburg. 
I love Mary Jane, such a good vibe. Sunday, it's the last Sunday of Black History Month and Reggae Africa Sound System brings one of legit lit favorite acts, none other than the undisputed King of Cape Town Dancehall, Bluxom Stral Music. Ah, oh, that sounds uh, like a jewel. <laughs> it does, it does. Uh, this is, doors open at 2 p.m. It's free entry, guys. Obviously, they're going to have to um, close doors at capacity according to COVID regulations. Yep. This is an Athlone in Cape Town, 5 Knoll Avenue. Uh, we then have DeJoint and Hearties. Yay, DeJoint. Yay, Sorry, DeJoint. we haven't been around for ages. I think they've been really busy and I think we've been really busy, but it's time to go for a good pizza and a coffee. I think so, I think so. So they are, they've got Mayrand Rue doing an acoustic set from 12 p.m. So that's, okay. I think, going to be beautiful Sunday vibes out. The view over the dam. And then also, Mary Jane's Hacienda, uh, Sunday Selectors is back. Free entrance, doors open at 4 p.m. Come chill, they've got some of their amazing DJs. Uh, Fabio, Mob Tech, Dr. Ooze, uh, Bola Dev, and Claude's. Uh, it's a, again a really really great uh, reggae. Vibe. Is that reggae? Yeah. It's I, I think it sounds a little bit more reggae, yeah. drum and bassy, but Sunday chill mm -hmm. vibes. I know in, in the next few weeks coming up we've got the uh, Clarence event. What's it called again? Yes, the uh, uh, Clarence Cannabis Experience is happening. That's it. That's um, it. Uh, organized by uh, by Naked. And I'd just like to give a, a shout out to Jesse at the Green Affiliate. Hey, Jesse. Um, hey, Jesse. Uh, I hope you're watching the show, but if you're not, I'm going to send you a message and you can watch the recording. Um, Jesse has a, a, a database of cannabis events across the country, and he really is getting a, a, a really good reach, yes. even to small towns. Um, it's actually where I go to. That's my first stop when I'm putting together the Wheatley Canada. Yeah. If you, if, uh, I don't do Instagram much, I'm more of a Facebook person. I go straight to Canna Events SA. That is the Facebook page. Is that, that. Jesse? Okay. That's Jesse. Oh, cool. Jesse. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, so go there. So guys, if you have events, post them there. If exactly. you want to know what's happening on the weekend, go and have a look there. Canna Events SA. Awesome. So we like to mention on the show as many events as possible. But if you are an affiliate of, of Fields of Green, then we're going to really, really punt your event. Yes. Um, so particularly the, you know, the, the bigger events. Um, but it doesn't matter where you are. You can get in touch with us in all sorts of ways. You can like, share, subscribe for the show, of course. Um, you can uh, get a hold of us on all the social media channels. Fields of Green for All is even on TikTok. Can you believe that? Really? And you yeah. know, some cool. youngster told me the other day that, oh, Facebook, oh no, that's only for old people. That's <laughs> true. I've only ever had Facebook. Yeah. Like, I'm over Facebook. I've been on so many 30-day bands in a row that they've literally trained me out of going on Yeah. There. Um, but it's a necessary evil, I suppose. I, I think it is, and it helps me stay in touch with a lot of my friends all around the world because a lot of people are still only on Facebook, particularly us oldies, you know? Mm. But speaking of Facebook, at least we still have the portal open for our poll. And do we have any poll results? We Yay! do. How smooth is that? We could have choreographed it better. Okay, so our poll, we were speaking about the police roadblocks, and um, uh, wow, what a spread, it's almost even. Sure. So, no, I, I panic and my brain goes blank. 32% um, people still panic. Well, fix P it, PTSD. unless you like that panic. Anxiety. High anxiety it's as well. Yeah. Could they think they're doing something wrong? So then just have the documents 
photocopy them yeah. and put them in one of those little plastic file sleeves and leave it under your seat or put it in your cubby hole in your yeah. glove the people compartment. People also don't read it, you know. They must just actually sit there and just read it out loud and hear the words and understand yeah. what they're saying because exactly. that's the thing. They think this is just someone's advice. It's like, yeah. no, man, this is... <laughs> And remember, remember to just breathe, you know, breathe. Our very first advocate, um, Rudolf Janssen, uh, he's, he passed away a couple of years ago, and I always quote him, uh, one of the first meetings with him, uh, Jules and I were incredibly nervous, and he said to me, remember, those judges, they piss and shit just like you, you know, and I think try and quietly in your head, try and quietly in your head remember that that police per person, woman, man, or whoever it is, is, is also a human being. And there's no rush for anything. Just be quiet and breathe and then carry on. So 32% of you still panic. I have a vague idea, wishy-washy, 36%. I have a vague idea of what to do, but I should update my knowledge. Okay, update your knowledge. Oh. The documents are free. Download them on Fields of yeah. Game for website. And, but very encouraging, there are 32% of people I carry all the recommended documents in my car. What does it take? A copy of our Know Your Rights booklet, a copy of the SAPS directive. You can have the judgment in there if you want. It's mm. quite big. You can just have the relevant pages. Um, and you've got them there in your little file sleeve. I keep uh, them literally in the door. Little yeah. Holdery thing. Thank you for voting in our poll. It's always fun to see what people... Um, I didn't see how many people actually voted, but it doesn't matter. Um, of that representative number and I'd also like to thank all of you who have recently subscribed to our channel we've seen um, quite an uptick in the, the followers and the subscribers if you are watching us on Facebook please won't you pop over to YouTube and just subscribe to the channel it really helps us in the algorithm yes agree? I've been um, actually researching the uh, YouTube policies and regulations because I've put a bit of a pause on our shitalits until I can make sure that I'm not gonna get us back yeah deleted or something and we worked too hard for all of this and it appears that YouTube have updated their policies they're actually stricter on tobacco products than they are on Great cannabis, job. but they're, they've re yeah. they're starting to evolve their regulations in line with... So you're not allowed to like promote it and say, ooh, ooh let me show you a way to do a thing. Mm -hmm. But you're allowed to educate and, okay. and things like that. Yeah, so I still, it's still going to okay. be tricky for my shit so let's yeah. with all my pretty like smoke shots and stuff, but I'll work it out. But it's, it's exciting to know because... That means that we can maybe one day move towards monetization and add that yeah. to our maybe we, fields of green for all little kitty, you know? We've yeah, got to no, dream big. We need to do something so we can so, go on so road you, trips. You're not allowed to monetize? No. On YouTube. That's yeah. But I'd like to just have a shout yeah. out to Jo for all of this work that she's doing in the background for us. Um, and also to Boomslang, who's always, always polishing everything us in the background, He's stuff really that you probably don't even, don't even notice. I think that the Hotbox crew are truly amazing. Mm. Dale survived his wisdom tooth operation and the removal of his dreadlocks and has is still coming every week. Yep. Keith, thank you so much for stepping in <laughs> oh, tonight no and, and for coming um, quite regularly to our team days. I think that it, Thursday is usually our team day here for Field Screen for All. I think it's good that we all get together and actually see each other and eat donuts and share spliffs and ideas and be oh, creative. Yeah. Laugh and joke and bond yeah. and be yeah. together. Yeah. 
So what have you got to say in signing off, Keith? Did you uh, think of something? Uh, Charles still replies. Charles still replies. Charles <laughs> always, always replies. replies. <laughs> Don't forget to know your rights. Uh, please stay safe and choose happy. And I want you to lighten up for Jules. Good night and thanks for watching.